What's up? Welcome back to the Frost Buddy Podcast. I am your host, also the co-founder of Frost Buddy, Brock Moser, and I'm super excited. We got a good one today because, you know, it's something that I wish that, honestly, college, they should teach it, but they don't. And, you know, it's something with entrepreneurs. I think you just got to learn it by the school of hard knocks. And that is how in the heck do you hire employees? When do you hire employees? And just what's that process? What's it look like? And what's the best way to do it? Because God, let me tell you from experience now, I think we've brought on close to 20 or 25 people in the last, oh, probably 12 months. Um, you know, we're just in year two. I'm sure that number is going to just drastically grow. Um, you know, but it's been, it's a stressful process and it's a complicated process and it's something that they just, they don't talk about and they don't teach. So I'm going to get into it. But if you haven't been to the podcast before, um, you know, I do a couple different things. Sometimes we'll just talk about entrepreneurship, startups. Sometimes we'll talk about, uh, you know, fitness, motivation, personal journey, stuff like that, um, self development, um, you know, a lot of different topics there. And then sometimes we'll just do a little QA action. Uh, from customers or people that uh, that write in, so that's kind of the gist. And you know, I'm just gonna ask you before that if you like it, if you think there's some value, share the show a little bit. Um, and that's how we're gonna share it. I'm all about the referral process, so just uh, yeah, tell someone about it. Tell them if you like it. But yeah, so how the heck do you hire, right? Or when? And that was something I just didn't know because you know I went through four years of business school. And they don't teach you, they don't talk about it, maybe briefly. But when you get out there and you actually need to, it's such a different world. And so, you know, we, gosh, it was probably just Mitch and I for a pretty long time. I'd say the first seven to eight months, it was just us. Um, and the first thing that we needed, and the first thing that any direct consumer business, any online company is going to need is going to be probably customer service. I mean, we were getting blasted. I mean, 100, 200, 300 emails a day. And we just, Mitch was, Mitch was handling most of that because I was handling the ads and the I was the reason that all of those were coming in. And so, you know, we quickly were like, hey, we got to figure this out. And so in terms of customer service, thank God we were able to talk to some people and they're like, oh, you got to do virtual assistance for customer service. It's way cheaper. It's way more affordable. Um, so, Pretty much we did just that. We found people at onlinejobs.ph and basically there's virtual assistants from, you know, they're all over virtual assistants, but these are, we found some in the Philippines. Um, actually, our first hire is still with us today. She runs the entire customer service team. She's a rock star. Um, you know, but pretty much we just had to look at YouTube videos or blogs on like, okay, what do, how do we hire this person? Like, what do we do? How do we know if they're good? What do we pay them? Like, what does that look like? So, you know, it's pretty much like you reach out or you put a job posting on these different forums and then you just, sure enough, like you'll get a bunch of applications and then it's best if you can, you know, find ways to weed them out and you just kind of go through that process. And as you go and as you hire more and more people, you learn like what you're really looking for. Um, I recently read a book that was fantastic. that was talking about basically the four C's. Um, you know, and that was pretty much going, Hey, we're going to start with culture. Are they a good culture fit? Do they match? Um, you know, and that's something that at first I didn't really even look at, but now like looking back, that's so important. Like if they, they got to fit the culture and they got to fit the vision of what you're trying to do. And so she was a perfect fit of course, and still is. And she, she knows what we're trying to do. 
And then, you know, the second piece of that um, was their capability. And, you know, has, have they done it before? What's their experience? Um, you know, do they have any referrals that you can talk to? Do they have people that can vouch for them and vouch for what they've done? And so, you know, that, that's, that capability piece, once you find out that they're a great fit, capabilities, you know, that's a huge thing. Because if it's a graphic designer, I'm like, hey, let me see, let me see what you've done. Or if it's a video editor, let me see what you've done. Like, are you capable of handling what I need? And on top of that, are you capable of taking initiative? Are you capable of doing it yourself? And are you capable of basically having that self-starter mentality? Because, you know, the one thing that I've learned that if I could go back and with some of these people that I wouldn't have had to fire, I wouldn't have had to let go. Because if you find someone that has that self-starter mentality, that someone that's going to just take charge, they're going to do what they want to do on their own. And they will, honestly, they'll ask me for permission probably after they're already even doing it. Like those are the people I want because my stress levels are drastically lower because they're just going to do it. And they're not going to ask, they're going to figure it out. And that's so, so important when hiring and so that goes right along with that capability piece. Like you got to find a way to figure that out in that interview. You know, what's that capability like? And so the, th- the third piece of that, of that C, um, you know, is going to be the compensation piece. And let me tell you, this is, you don't think it's going to be that difficult. It's freaking difficult. It's hard because especially with a startup, you're not just hiring all of the same people. So if I'm hiring all salespeople, if that's all that I need, or if I need all accountants or all the same position, that's one thing, right? And I can probably outline, hey, here's the system, here's our compensation, here's how we do it. But the problem is, like I said, I have customer service, I have a graphic designer, I have a video editor, I have advertising team, I have, you know, we have fulfillment, um, and maybe we have, you know, wholesale sales operations um, for wholesale retail sales there's so many different positions and that's the problem is that they you just can't teach it you can't teach it at all because it's like okay well what does that person think their value to the company is um, no matter and that's the problem right is no matter how big you get the value of that position does not change and so you could be a 10 million dollar a year company and the position for a graphic designer could be a $50,000 job. What a lot of people do with startups is they see the numbers rolling. They see the 10 million, the 12 million, 15 million. They think that because the business is making that, that they're more valuable than they actually are. And they're not. Newsflash, you're, you're just not. Like If you become more valuable, that's one thing. But this position right here is a set position, whether it's a $5 million a year company or a $500 million a year company. And that is the hardest thing, but you have to set that culture right off the bat. And that's what I found out is you have to just say, Hey, nope, this is how it is. If you don't like it, it's not going to work. And that's fine. But no, because the business is doing well, because I've built something in the last two years, working my absolute tail off with Mitch. No, this is the value of this position and that's just how it is. And so with that compensation piece, what I'm going to start doing now um, from this book actually is when they get to that, I'm going to say, you know what? You have 48 hours. Come back to me with your full compensation plan. What do you think your value is to this company? What do you want for a bonus incentive? If that is a thing, what do you want for vacation time? What do you want for benefits? I want you to come back 
And I want you to tell me exactly what you need, what you want, because at the end of the day, you got to have it. Like if they can't come back to if first off, if they're not intelligent enough to come back to you and tell you what they need for a, for a plan and what they need for compensation, you don't want that person anyways. And so it's going to alleviate a lot of your stress first off to go to have them have to come to you and say, here's your number. Because what they want, what an employee wants you to do is they want you to go, Hey, here's the offer. And then they're going to take that and they're going to negotiate it with it. But no, that's just not how it should work. You're the business, which let them come to you and odds are they're probably going to come to you and they're going to want more benefits and they're going to want more freedom than they are going to want just straight salary, straight compensation. That's just how people operate. They, they really enjoy that freedom and that, you know, some people might want incentive. Some people might want commission, whether it's a sales position and that's great, right? Because if I have a sales guy and he's like, no, I want just commission because I'm going to absolutely blow it out. Awesome. Let's figure out what that commission is. I want you to make a shitload of money. Like I want the more employees that I have that are making a million dollars a year. Guess what? I'm going to go with the company's probably doing pretty freaking well. And that's the thing is, you know, I was listening to a thing on um, Steve Wozniak the other day. He said his favorite part of Apple was when he'd drive up through this neighborhood to the top of this hill. It was close to their headquarters and he'd drive through all these $5 million houses. And he's like, what I loved is that those are all Apple employees. And we did that. And that is what my goal is. That is what your goal should be as a founder, as a CEO, is that how many of my employees can I just create the most prosperous, well-off life for? Like, Because if you do that, if you are doing that, if you allow them to see that, then they're going to come on board and they're going to be, they're going to buy in and they're going to do everything they can for you. They're going to do everything they can. So, you know, that's in terms of compensation, it gets tricky and you just got to be blunt with it. You got to be black and white. And that's something, again, they don't teach you, but you just got to, you got to be tough with it because they're going to, they're going to, an employee or a hire is going to get everything they can get from you. They are going to get absolutely everything they can take because that's just how it is. Um, you know, there's just nothing around that. So, which is okay. You know, that's how it's going to be. But the last piece of that, and once you got through these first three C's, the last one is going to be your commitment. And you got to make sure they're committed. You don't want someone flaking out on three months. I want a hire that I'm going to have for 10, 15 years. Because over time, as they learn, they just get better and better and better. That first customer service person we hired, guess what? She was doing just responding to every email at the beginning. And now, since then, she's literally managing probably, oh God, probably 10 to 12 people. And they've built out systems. They've built out templates. And she doesn't even respond to a single email anymore. And now, pretty much, we call on her to do anything and everything. She's learned everything about FrostBuddy. And she knows how to do literally everything in this company. But it's only been... You know, she's only been with us for a year and a half, probably year and a half to coming up on two years, probably, you know, and looking at that, if I have high turnover now, I have to reteach someone, right? Even if they make a mistake, Hey, that's okay. What happened? 
you know, what can we learn from this mistake? Because it's going to be way cheaper for you to learn than for me to teach someone else. And then they're going to have to go make that exact same mistake. And then now we're back to square one. So the lifetime value of your employees, I want it to be as high as possible. And it's really difficult. And that's why you have to go through the slow steps of like, what's the culture like? And, you know, what's that commitment going to be like? Are they going to be capable of growing and, you know, and taking their own personal journey within the company? That's what I really, really want for them is to just, I want you to feel like an owner. Like, I want you to feel like you own this thing and that it's your baby. You know, when I talk to, you know, my Amazon manager, right? When I hired him, I'm like, hey, this is you. This is your team, your department. You tell me what to do. I'm not going to tell you because one, I don't know it as well as you do, but I'm like, go for it. Here's our goal. I want Amazon to get to a hundred million. However you need to get there, you get there. Hey, when we need employees, hire them. Hey, when we need customer service people for Amazon, hire them. Whatever you need to do, I'm giving you full autonomy here. And I want you to just go. And I want you to take this vision and go with it. And I give him commission. And I'm like, here's your gross. If you make $100,000 a month, I don't care. I'm actually fired up for you. And so I do that with every single department head that I'm going to have with our retail division, with our sales. I'm going to say, hey, here's your commission. Maybe you're getting one, two percent of all wholesale, all retail. And I'm going to say, you know what? This is your baby. This is your department. I'm going to meet with you every two weeks and we're going to go over high level stuff. But in terms of how you need to get to our goal, if our goal is $50 million for this division within three years, how are you going to get there? I'm, and if you ask me, I'm not going to tell you how to get there because that's on you. And if you ask me whether we want to bring an in-house team for sales and hire five salespeople in-house, or if we want to go find you know, these rep agencies that can go, basically, it's a different avenue. I'm, I'm like, you make that decision. And if, you, if one fails, then that's fine because you learned, right? And so I don't care if they fail. And you shouldn't care if your employee fails because they're learning. Because when I was starting it, guess what? I failed all the time. I still fail all the time. I'm failing. I fail when I hire employees and then I have to fire them. That was a fail, but that's okay because I learned. And over time, you're like, okay, okay, what can we do here? We're just going to learn and we're going to tweak the process and we're going to just get better and better and better. And that's just how it is. But again, it is, it's frustrating, right? That they don't teach this crap. Like, God, it's such an important, like when you see people that maybe they're an Amazon seller, maybe they're a drop shipper, maybe they just run Facebook ads and Facebook ads only, like they don't know how to build a company. They don't know how to build a brand because what they don't teach you and what they don't talk about is the fact that to build a company isn't, it has honest to God, nothing to do with any of that. It's about the people. It's about how can I find the right people that can take it and go? How can I find the people that are going to work together, that are going to mesh, that are going to create ideas, that are going to execute on ideas? And how can I lead them, inspire them, motivate them, manage them? They don't, they can't tell you any of that. And it's, you know, I don't know if I can tell you that. I can try. I can tell you what my experience is, but everyone's is going to be different. But I can tell you that when you get it right and when you find the right people, you will know because you'll be like, holy shit. Like, look at, look at what they've done. Like I bring on my Amazon manager. I bring him on in January. 
right? We're probably doing not even $100,000 a month on Amazon. Within four months, and I pushed him. I pushed him to the max because I knew I could. Within four months, I was like, hey, you got to be doing a million dollars a month. It's like, what? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. And he's like, no, we can probably get to like 500,000. I'm like, no, you'll get to a million. And I think, send me your goals. He sends me them and I double them. I was like, no, this is what you can do. And I know you can do it. If we got to hire a team to do it, then that's fine. I was like, but you got to get there. Guess what happened? Boom. Four months, million dollars a month. What's our team now? We have a team of seven on just Amazon and he's leading them all. They've all bought in. They're all absolute rock stars. They're learning. And, you know, it's just like looking back, it's only been, it's only been six months and it's just, or seven months. And it's just like, he, I, you know, I can't even tell you how proud of the team I am, how proud of him that I am. And I'll tell him all the time. I'll give him that appreciation. I'll give him, you know, I'll let him know that I'm noticing that I am appreciating his work because I'm like, dude, what you're doing is amazing. And I'm like, I see something in you that you probably don't even know you can do. And I'll tell the whole team that I'll be like, Hey, you can get to this number. You just got to believe it. And so, you know, there's such, there's so many aspects of it. And it's like, when do you hire them? And you know, that's something that I'll go over last now is when do you hire them? And that's, what's difficult, right? Because as a startup you're growing and you're like, you're just, you're penny pension. And we're like, I don't have any, I don't have any money to bring on an employee. But what I've learned, um, and you know, this is something that I honestly wish I had learned probably a little sooner, um, is that if I can hire someone that I might break even on this year, if I pay them $80,000 and I'm, you know, the company's going to maybe make $80,000 more this year and that's it. And I break even or not even, but in two or three years, that person knows the company they've learned and their apps, they're just rolling in their position and their job. And maybe they're, they brought on a team and they brought on people. It's so worth it to bring them on earlier rather than later. It's so worth it. So, you know, when I outsourced my ad management, for Facebook and Google, or when I brought on someone to run Amazon, or now I have three graphic designers, bringing them on earlier rather than later. And we just brought on, you know, looking at a CFO and it's like, Hey, you need to handle all of the data, all the financials. Look at this because I can't, I don't have the time because I have to manage all of you and all of your different aspects. It's like a quarterback knowing what every single person is doing. They're going to do their job and they're going to execute but then you're just going to be the one that's running the show that's making sure that it's all going smooth. And so if you can bring someone on earlier, especially if you know they're a rock star, then just get them. Like even if it feels so early and you're like, we don't really need that position or we don't like, what are they going to do? Like, I'm sorry. There's some people that just get it and they just, they can help anywhere and everywhere. And so the win is always a gray area. When to hire them is always, always a teeter-totter of like, uh, I don't know if we have that, but just do the numbers. You're going to have to go with your gut a little bit. And over time, you're going to get better and better and better at understanding, hey, now's the time. Now's the time to go. Let's go. Let's bring them on, teach them, get them going. And you know, you'll hit a point when you start scaling the business that you're just like, oh shit, like we got to go. We got to hire this, hire that, hire this. And 
it gets stressful. It does. And it, it's difficult to manage and it's a whole different ball game to manage them all. But once you can get the hang of it, once you can get them meshing and working together and, you know, really just buy into the process and the vision, then everything's going to change. And you'll look, you'll literally wake up, you'll look down, you'll look at your, you know, for me, I look at my Slack channel and I see them all communicating. I see them setting their own meeting. And it's just like, honestly, it brings a tear to your eye. It really, it does. It's just so cool to see that like, Hey, I've brought all these people together and they bought in and they're going for it. It's literally no different than a team. It's just no different than a sports team. And that's how I have to look at it. Cause that's all I know is sports teams growing up. And it's just, how can we bring them together? Let them go, let them be free. And when they screw up, be there to help them, teach them and keep going. So hopefully that helps a little bit. Um, like I said, if someone needs it, if someone, you know, is in a spot where maybe you're like, Hey, you know, I know so-and-so that's, um, you know, they're growing fast. They're going to have to start hiring. Um, you know, hopefully that'll help. And I guess one thing I didn't go over is, you know, onlinejobs.ph, great place for virtual assistants. Also upwork.com, great place to find, you know, very skilled positions, whether it's paid media, graphics, video editing, um, you know, different things like that. Upwork is a great, great spot. And then even LinkedIn referrals, just ask people, say, Hey, looking for a position like this, do you know of anyone? And someone always knows someone. <laughs> so always referrals, referrals are fantastic. But, um, th- so those are some different places there, but yeah, um, you know, hopefully that helps. Um, I'm still learning. Trust me. I'm still learning this one, but, um, I think it's such an important, important piece that they just, they don't teach it. And it's fine, but I'll teach it, I guess. So that's all for me. Go share the show. Please, please, please share the show. Um, you know, now that I've moved into our new house, um, got a good routine going. So I think we're definitely gonna, we're going to get things rolling here. We're going to be consistent trying to do daily episodes. Actually, I'm going to get Scott in here. We're going to get the nice full podcast studio set up, um, in the basement here and we'll be rocking and rolling every single day. So let people know it's going to be cool. Send in, send in some questions if you have them, but that's all for me. We'll see you next time.